Okay, let's give it a try. And now the kids will come up on cue. No. Okay, ready? Hi there. Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the podcast. Today I'm really excited because I have my husband joining me as a special guest on our podcast, and we've been trying to record this one forever, but God's timing is always best. Something always happened when we tried to record it or whatever. So we are finally recording tonight and I have Steve here. Say hello. Hello. How is everybody doing? (laughs) And we're going to be talking about what we have learned in four years of being a work-at-home family. Many of you know that four years ago, um, we finally took, well, Steve finally took the leap of faith to start his own business. He was laid off for the third time in our marriage, and that was the beginning of our journey of what we call a work-at-home family. And you can find those episodes, and I have blog posts about um, that whole experience of Steve losing his job and how we came to um, the decision to start his own business. So it has been four years. It was just four years in March that um, Steve started Farmhouse Studios, which is his graphic design, multimedia. What is it? You tell It's him. a little bit of everything. I mean, I'm a graphic designer, so um, I've always had the opportunity to work in like studios that I had to wear a lot of hats. So I do video editing, illustration, uh, design of brochures, logos, you name it, I do it. He's the jack of all trades. That's it. He actually illustrated a children's book or several of children's book series. That's one of his latest projects. Yeah. So he, yes, he's the jack of all trades. He has um, a graphic design business and that was really a big deal when we when we decided to start that whole thing but it's really grown into so much more i mean steve like when i say he's a jack of all trades he really is he um has his own business but then we also moved out here and we have our um little hobby farm and we're doing ministry together and so i wanted to talk today a little bit too about how we kind of intertwine everything work and um, ministry opportunities, and he helps me with what I do ministry-wise, and um, homeschooling, and how family, all those things intertwine as a work-at-home family, because I do my thing, which is my writing, and my speaking, and um, all that stuff, and he does his thing, and how we just sort of kind of all do life together, and it's been such a blessing. But it isn't always easy, and it was certainly challenging. So Steve and I have prepared for this podcast by making lists of what both of us feel that we have learned on this journey. So he has made a list and I have made a list and we're going to go through those lists. Now I haven't seen his and he hasn't seen mine. I told him to keep it a secret until we were on the podcast. (laughs) I'm excited for the list. Okay. So we will go through our list of what each of us feel that we have learned. Now, some of those things were good lessons. Some of those were hard lessons. So I'm kind of interested to see what he chose, if ours are extremely different or, or the same. I'm thinking that some of it will line up. But 
one of the things, the first thing I'll say that I learned from this whole experience and, you know, there's lessons that I learned early on and there's lessons that we're continuing to learn along the way. But one of the lessons I learned early on, I'll just give you a teeny backstory. Like I said, you can find all this story in full length on previous episodes, um, how, how a job loss changed our life. You can find that on the previous podcast. But when Steve was out of work and we were really in this place of trying to decide what to do and where God wanted us, and um, he was going on job interviews and he, was, he had some offers, but it just didn't seem like um, a good fit for our family. And then there was the whole option of starting his own business. And that was a really scary time for us because starting your own business is definitely a scary thing. And it's not, um, as we felt, secure. But what I learned was, and a wise friend told me at that time, because I said to her, well, you know, if he starts his own business, that's not, there's really no security there. And she said, Karen, he's lost his job three times. Where's the security in a, in a regular job? And it's true. So I have really learned one of the big things on this journey is that our security is in God and we have placed our security in him. And no matter what we do, um, whether he had, God had led us to start um, a family business or to just stay in the traditional work field, as long as it's where God wants us, then it is fully secure. So I've learned that God's plans far outweigh our plans. And oh my goodness, our plans at the time, I had no idea that four years later we would be in such a great position. Like, it's just amazing. I had no idea. It was so scary. And it just felt, though, at that time that God wanted us to step out in faith and have Steve start his own business. And we said, we're all in it together. It's going to be a family effort. And God is going to be our CEO. He'll be in charge of everything. And his plans have really outweighed ours. To, to see that we've moved to our dream home um, and our dream property here on our little farm. To see doors opening and, and um, different opportunities that he's provided. Steve has never been without work since he's started his own business. He's actually always too busy, which is a great thing. So have you learned that lesson as well? Was that um, I would say that, yeah, one of them was the whole security thing. It was? Yeah, it was number, <laughs> it was number three. So, and I wrote that security is a bad reason to um, do what doesn't make you happy. So hmm. if you um, think you're secure in your job and you're not happy, well then, what's more important? Your happiness or your security? Um, and you have to put your security in Christ and then, uh, you'll be, you know, you, if you trust him, he's going to take care of what you need to, what you need and what your family needs. Um, and for us, that was the best bet. You know, we had mentioned before that I had lost my jobs and, um, I just at some point had to say to Karen, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't have anything in my tank anymore. I've done everything I can do. I have to trust God. So, um, of course, there was. It was nice, like Karen said, having a job that was secure that I went to every day. But then again, I had lost my job three times because of layoffs, and um, 
there really wasn't security there in the big picture. And, you know, I had actually kind of scribbled down here the story of feeling like the Red Sea. I remember at the time, right before Steve decided to actually commit to starting his own business, we were at a place where I had felt like that, like that we were at the Red Sea, that there was this huge obstacle in front of us, and behind us we couldn't go, and in front of us we couldn't go, and neither way seemed like the right way to go. Like it just felt trapped. You know, if he takes this job that he had offered, it's not really a great job. It's not really what he wants to do, but it's a job. Or there was the option of, you know, starting his own business, and I had a million reasons why we shouldn't do that. And I remember just feeling so trapped and literally thinking, we, the kids and I actually were studying at the time in the Bible, we were at this point um, in our studies, and I remember thinking, that's how I feel. And then there's that beautiful verse that um, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. And we've seen that. Like, we just, we just stopped and waited for his leading, and he made it perfectly clear to Steve one day, when we were at this place and I've never seen Steve so distraught. He's the one who was just like, he doesn't get stressed about anything. That's me. <laughs> but he was so distraught and he was like, I just don't know what to do. And um, then when it finally became clear that he was going to start his own business, it was like the weight of the world was off his shoulders and we had clear direction. And that definitely came from God. That did not come from ourselves because either way to me did not feel like the answer until God made it clear and he parted the way for us and he has um, provided so much and I one of the things that I wrote down also that I learned is that he has provided more than financially for us he has provided so many more things through us being a work at home family that are beyond finances that are actually better than finances. For example, the quality time that we have together, the amount of time that we have together as a family. As I always say, you know, we do life together. Everything we do is together. And he has provided our relationships, I think, to grow stronger because we do things together. He has provided, you know, just opportunities for us to develop ministries like Simply Living for Him and our little hobby farm here that we're working into giving away our food and stuff. Um, so he has provided things that were beyond what I thought. You know, when, when you're looking at a job loss, your immediate thought is finances and money and how are we going to be provided for. And all that aside, he has provided so much beyond that. What do you think he has provided for beyond finances? Have you seen anything like that? Um, I just think, like you said, opportunity and uh, being able to pursue things that you may I may not have had time to do before, um, like the garden and Love's Farm. And, and coaching um, basketball and baseball and helping with youth group and doing all the well, other things that you do. me open to yeah. volunteer and help out in other areas. Um, and those are all good things. I'm just teasing. Yeah. I, you know, you have to balance. It's a, it's a balance. Um, but can I, can I read? Yes, I was one? going to say, what's on your um, list? Can I, I, I want to read my first four. Can I read my first four? How many There's, do you have? Oh, I have like your a lot. first four? I, four. I just have a bunch of scribble. They're not even numbered. Oh, but I have, um, uh, wait, hold on. Okay. So maybe you should be leading this podcast. 
By the way, while he's going well. through his list, I'm just going to say one of the little things that Steve is working on, because he always has something in the works, is a new podcast on our Love's Farm page, which Love's Farm, just real quick, is our ministry that Steve is really a farmer at heart, and we have started a little hobby farm here, and we've been growing last season an abundance of food to give away to our community, and Steve is actually starting a Love's Farm podcast, so look for that coming in the future. I wish there was like a sound clip for my eyebrows going up and down. Um, <laughs> I wish you could see the faces he's I'm making here right and now. I'm like making all these faces, and I'm thinking to myself, Oh, no one, no can, one can see, see me. <laughs> okay. They need a vlog. So, Isn't that what they're called? Yes, a vlog. It's a video blog. Yes, you can be a vlogger. You can no. do that. All right. So can I go through my first Yes. Corner? He's very... Usually I'm organized and he's not. And I have scribble on my papers and I'm looking over and he has numbers and like a real legit list. Well, you said I have... You to be serious. <laughs> you tell me I'm never serious. Okay. So trying, Read your first four. for the podcast. Yes. You're very prepared. Go number ahead. Number three is a repeat because we already talked about it. Okay, that. so but, read your other three. All right. So number one was, it'll never be a perfect time. Oh, yes. You've been saying that since we got married. Right. Yeah. I had a professor that told me once that uh, he was older and he was just having a kid. And he said he put it off for so long. And he said he'd always say, oh, you know, and when I get married or when I have uh, the white ha- the house with the white picket fence and when I have enough money and all this and that, he said that day never came. You just have to jump in and get to it. And uh, so I always kind of keep that in the back of my mind that it's never the, you know, it's never going to be the perfect time. Yes. Steve said uh, that when we got married, if we wait till we're ready, we'll never get married. If we wait till we're ready to have kids, we'll never have kids. And if we wait till we're ready to start our own business, we'll never start our own business. Just do it. Just do it. Okay. That's a good one. That's number one, right? Uh Uh-huh. All right. Number two. You need to trust God if he's called you to this and it will work for his good. Mm, It'll work for his good. See, that's a good point because I'm always saying trust God. He called you here. But then that's a good point to expand on that, that he'll use it for his good. And and you have to look at it. um, You know, when you're in this situation, you may not think that it's God's plan for you, but you have to kind of step out in that faith. And, you know, if you feel and you've prayed about it and God you think God's calling you to do it, then you have to trust him to handle it. Um, And we're not always called to be comfortable. It wasn't comfortable for me to step out in faith. I didn't want to be a work-at-home family, quite honestly. And now I couldn't imagine any other way. Yeah. That's a good one. What's your next one? Uh, We talked about security. Yes. Uh, And then the fourth one is... Um, benefits insurance is not the reason to stay in place. <laughs> That's awesome. That I'm just going to crumple up my list now because his is so much better than mine. No, don't His thoughts are different because that's a really practical and perfect thing to talk about because when we were, it was seriously like a big deal for us when we were deciding the factors into keep keeping in the traditional workplace or starting our own business because of insurance. And at that time, it was like, oh, well, you need a job, so we have insurance. And then we looked into Samaritan's Ministries. I actually have a whole post about that as well. If you go on Bible-based homeschooling and search, I have a whole post about how we use Samaritan's Ministries. But um, that was very scary to me to step out of the traditional insurance world and thank god praise the lord we did right yeah it's such a blessing 
I know that sounds weird, but... Oh, Samaritan's um, Ministries, if anybody doesn't know about it, please email me. Check out, like I said, I have a post on Bible-based homeschooling. I'll link to it um, on Simply Living for Him. You know, there's several different Christian healthcare sharing um, uh, networks out there, MediShare, Christian Healthcare Ministries, and Samaritan's. And I think they're all equally good. And we went with Samaritan's, and we couldn't be more pleased. Not to mention when you call somebody and you say, hey, I'm self-pay. And they take off money off the bill. It's nice. So. I had the flu. Well, a flu, not the flu. Some kind of awful thing recently. And I was... You and Luke. And my son. And we went to the emergency room because I was, you know, convinced I had pneumonia. But that's a whole other story. And <laughs> we got the bill and it was like, what, 1000 something dollars? Yeah. And because we're self-pay and we use Samaritans, they gave us a discount down to $130. So... I mean, it's just been such a blessing. And Maybe then. You shouldn't say that because now they're going to like come after us. Who? I don't know. All right, take it out. I'm joking. Oh. Use <laughs> <laughs> the worry on your face right there. You're like, oh. Are we leaving all that in what we just said? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> okay, anyway, he's you want me teasing me. To five? No, I just wanted to finish that thought. Oh, okay, go ahead. So if you are ever like in the position of being worried about, you know, doing something such as a self-employment or if you are in a position of insurance or something like that um do know that christian healthcare sharing networks are wonderful and um do not let that hold you back from something because if i had let that hold us back i can't even imagine if i had said nope sorry you know i'm too worried about insurance we need to stay with the traditional workplace i would have traded in literally our life right now because I would have been trading in so much just for that kind of false sense of security through insurance. So I am so grateful for um, things like Samaritans that exist out there for people like us who are self-employed. Okay, what else do you have on your list? All right. Uh, understand you may not get it right at first. And mm -hmm. putting God first and letting him lead the direction of your company is the key. You like wrote them all out like eloquently too. I have scribble on my list. Well, like you said, <laughs> you told me to be prepared. So I'm I the writer. It's a long ride to Tennessee. Oh, uh, you did this at, when we were driving to Nashville? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call this neat. I mean, it's very at, Well, it's better than my scribble. When we went to Nashville, it was about a 13 and a half hour car ride when I went to speak at Teach Them Diligently. So he was making his list. Good right. job. Thanks. Okay, so you want to expand on that one? Um, yeah, just that, you know, sometimes you see things and it's not the way God sees them. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have to understand that because you look at a situation, you're like, oh, this isn't working or, you know, I'm going through a trial right now. Um, it might be, when you look back on it later, it might be something that's making you help to build you and make you stronger mm -hmm. in something that you might be lacking at that point. Mm-hmm. I wrote too, this is kind of on the more practical side, because a lot of these, I mean, I think a lot of what we've learned mostly are spiritual lessons, but I actually wrote one on the practical side is that discipline is a must. I think we've learned mm -hmm. that Steve is a little bit on the ADD side, would you say? Yeah, I think that's one of my... My oh, numbers. then I'll let you continue no, reading no, no, your no, list. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> His list is way better. But mine was, you know, discipline is a must. If you're going to take a leap to be, you know, self-employed or have, or be a work-at-home family, and even for myself, I know with running Simply Living for Him and the things that I do, um, 
I am not by nature disciplined to do the same thing at the same time every day. That's for sure. And um, it's something I have to work at. But, you know, for Steve, you know, he really is the breadwinner and he really does need to be focused on his on his business. So he really does have to kind of rein in his natural inclination to be all over the place to really be disciplined. But I do have to say that Steve is, has the most work ethic of anyone I know, and I say this all the time, but he has more work ethic than I have in my little less than a more was what is it less or more more than <laughs> I can't think about I'm trying to say it in my little pinky <laughs> anyway so he has so much work ethic so much more than I could even explain to you he gets up four in the morning he's constantly working on projects and he is actually very disciplined but he does it in his Steve ADD way so what was your thing? How were you going to address that topic? Like me being ADD. No, <laughs> but the dis- how you have to have discipline. You know that we've learned that you really need to ha- you know approach things orderly. Um, I don't know it's tough <laughs> because I don't approach things orderly because I can go outside and say, "Oh, I'm going to do this," and then I don't come back for like an hour later. And he hasn't even gotten and to I the thing didn't yet. Get he to was the supposed thing I went to do. out there for, but I finished like two other things. So and I think ADD sometimes as well. I think Steve de- definitely has some type of adult ADD, but I think it really works to his benefit because he actually is able to get so much done. Like he he really has a lot of energy to put into many different projects all at once. Whereas at the cost of being a little bit all over you. the place. Yeah, it, it frustrates me. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> That's a marriage podcast. <laughs> Um, but it does frustrate me because I don't work that way. But anyway, he, I, I think that we've learned that, you know, you do have to approach your business as a business. And yes, it's a blessing and a lifestyle. And, you know, um, it provides so much flexibility. But there's also the flip side of really, like I'll say to him, you have to schedule time to do this. Or you have to make time to, you know, do the... Um, billing or you have to make certain times you know set a schedule i'm constantly telling him you know with your calendar so there is a certain amount of discipline that is a must to be a work at home family right mm-hmm. okay what else do you have on your list because i'm kind of running out of things that i learned oh, <laughs> i didn't learn I, your I folded up already. my paper because it's very shameful this is where we need to be on video if you could see my list compared to his list mine is folded up now because i'm ashamed of it because <laughs> his is like all neat and numbered and no, perfect it's not neat all right okay so, go ahead whether you think you're succeeding or you're failing uh is all in how you perceive what that success is so that means like um hold on let me flip this over oh my goodness um, he's got like pages and pages i had like wait, one sheet of scribble stop, stop. but I, I had to have my thoughts together <laughs> or else i just ramble so, like, my goal was to be able to be at home and spend as much time with my wife and family um, during these years because they go by so fast. And that was, like, my goal. So, if you look, you know, someone could look at, you know, how much I make or, um, you know, uh, the, my bank account and say, well, you know, you're really not succeeding or, you know, and they can look at that part of it and say, you know, you're, maybe you're not doing so well there. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm just saying that could be a, a, something someone perceives. 
We're not way, millionaires. But the way I see it is where my riches are or the mm-hmm. time I'm getting to spend with, you know, with Karen and, and with the kids. So in We're that, storing our treasures in heaven. Right. And in that, I, you know, I say I'm successful. You Absolutely. Know? We're successful in God's eyes and not the world's eyes. Because for us, we never have put uh, a focus on climbing a corporate ladder status or, you know, being in a big high position. It has always been... Uh, family and spending time together and doing things for the glory of God. I remember when we got married and I got pregnant right away and I was like, that's it. I'm done working. I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. And I was young and everyone thought I was crazy, but that was just us. That was how we, we, we saw life like that from the beginning of our marriage, that we wanted to be family-oriented and God-oriented. I wrote here, my bills are paid and my family is happy. More money means more work and more time away from them good one you can like quote that if you want you have a lot i can make like a lot of good memes out of this he just flipped the page oh my goodness keep going i'm gonna turn over the podcast now to steve debuse everybody welcome this is the star of the podcast i'm I'm warming myself (laughs) for the love yes he's preparing because he's going to have his own podcast i'm gonna keep plugging that so i you know have to be ready okay go ahead farmer steve Um, (laughs) um so this is kind of like what you were saying before. Working from home is not always easy. I'm easily distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, but the nice thing is I can make my own hours. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, I get a huge amount done between the hours of four in the morning. <laughs> when everybody else o'clock. is sleeping, Steve is right? getting everything done. Um, but that makes that makes it that I'm usually done at lunchtime. Um, you know, if it's not too crazy. And then that gives me time to us? work in the yard or spend time with the kids or with karen or you know clean out the chicken coop or build up something yeah as we speak i hear the guineas coming i hear the guineas here oh how Um, appropriate and you know after lunch you know like karen said i kind of start to lose focus and my mind kind of starts to think of other things that i could be doing so um that's that's you know it's not easy to sometimes stay on task when the kids are like hey come outside and shoot some hoops or you know we're gonna go play in the stream and whatever um and i have to say no i gotta stay here and i have to do my work but i enjoy my work so um and that's something you you probably definitely i don't know if you've learned it i think you've always known it but we've learned it even more is to do what you love yeah Yeah, that i mean that's That's huge you know one of the things that working at home does is offers you the opportunity to do with what you love and i always say to my boys like you know if you're going to work at something and you're going to find a job in life Make sure you love it because you have to do it every single day. And you, know, you don't want to spend the majority just, of your time doing yeah. something you don't enjoy. Right. And if you're doing something just to pay the bills or that insurance, that capital, <laughs> um, it's, you know, not a, not a good thing. So, all right. Okay, I'm going to flip my page. You're kidding. Oh, my gosh. This list goes on and on I and think on. Gonna, I'm going to have to put a picture of the list. Your listeners are not going to want to be on the podcast anymore. Because no, they're going to want long. you more than me. Go ahead. Um, uh, this is an, it's an assumption that if you love working and you think that um, working from home, you have more time with family, it may not. Um, that might be partially true. You'll be home but and you'll be with them, but you may not be present. Mm, that's very true. So you could be home working. But if you're all consumed by your work all the time and it just makes it so that 
you're giving yourself an opportunity to work more hours, then, you know, for me, you wouldn't be, you know, I would say if I was home and I was working all the time, then that would defeat the purpose of me being home because I wouldn't be present for my family. Mm -hmm. I would just be putting in more hours because I could. Mm -hmm. Um, That doesn't mean that, you know, I don't have my sketchbook when we go for a ride if something needs to get done or... You make your lists in the car in Nashville. You know, um, we already... Number 11's double. What? Back to insurance. They said it's not at all it's cracked up to be. We that's right. About we talked about insurance. We'll skip number So 11. that's a throwaway. Um, oh my gosh. If you turn the page again, I'm going to fall out of my chair. Don't fall out of your chair. <laughs> He's turned the page in his notebook like four times. Um, let's see. I have a sorry little can, sheet oh, of paper. Here's another thing I put. Um, get You know, if you're nervous about leaving your job to go and, you know, work for yourself, um, you can always go back and there's always other ways to make money. Of course. Um, you know, there's always an opportunity for you to go back into the workplace. You know, there will always usually be jobs for you to do. Um, you know, I don't, I look at it as I would probably do anything if I had to, to make money. Um, so, you because know, your I, work ethic is so strong. Well, I mean, you have to well, you provide you know, set your family. priorities. Yes. You know. Um, because, oh, here's another one. Because I work from home, it doesn't mean I call the shots. You know, you might think, oh, I'm going to work for myself. I get to say whatever I'm going to no, do. No, your clients call the shots. <laughs> yeah. So I still have clients um, that I answer to. And, um, you know, I mean, I have the freedom to choose who my clients are, which is nice because, you know, I like to have people who have the same values as me and, you know, it's, it makes it easier to work with them. Um, but, you know, I, you know, it's not like I don't have anybody to answer to and I'm willy nilly. Right. I have deadlines and stuff like that. Yep. Um, I trust I'm following God and the plan he has set for my life. Um, I'm a very live for now kind of person and I don't worry about 10 years down the line because well I may not be here mm-hmm. so that's true. Um, I know sometimes that frustrates you a little bit but no, you know I've I'm kind of like that it, way you're more. getting a lot better with it I have yes. to say um, but God is know, changing me yeah I'm gonna flip my page again Please no, tell me this it, is the last it, page. Oh, okay. That was the last one. That was the last you one. You guys, I really need to take a picture of his little notebook. He has like pages and pages. He really did his homework and I really felt unprepared. But that is how God wanted it because Steve's wisdom for this was really more than I could give you because he's the one that's really running this business. And if you guys out there are listening and, and you're in a position of being a work-at-home family, a lot of you write me and say that's your dream for your family. You know, pray about it and seek the Lord. And it doesn't matter what we say. It's really what God says. You know, everybody's family is different. But I hope that these tips would be helpful and that you could see what we've learned on our journey. I couldn't imagine ever, Steve, going back to the traditional workplace. Um, And, you know, I think that as long as we keep our eyes on God and we keep him in the forefront of our minds in everything we do that he will provide for us and like i said in many more ways so steve has his um his business which is farmhouse farm h-a-u-s studios.com you can visit him over there like i said he's the jack of all trades with anything multimedia he's an artist he does graphic design 
I don't know, you name it, he does it. Photography, he teaches photography at our fine arts program um, for the kids. He um, also, like I said, we started our little hobby farm here, and that's really more for ministry, but Steve is definitely a farmer at heart. So when he's not drawing and doing all that kind of art, he is out in our um, garden, and he's working with the chickens, and he's getting ready to plant so that we will have an abundance, we hope, this year to grow so that in our community, we are sharing all of our food. We give it away for free. And so we have a website for that. That's loves.farm. And you can visit the Facebook page for that as well. And um, he is starting a podcast over at Loves Farm. And I don't know when that's coming, but he's got a really awesome logo. So go check that out on the Facebook page for Love's Farm. Um, and then, you know, of course, I have my Simply Living for Him ministry that has just grown and grown. And God has opened doors for me for speaking and for writing and for connecting with not just homeschooling families, but all people out there that are looking to live more simply or seeking Jesus. And he opened the door last year for me to have the Simply Living for Him retreat. And Steve's helping me with that to get it going again this summer. We're preparing for our July retreat. You can find all the information for that on simplylivingforhim.com. So as you can see, we have our hand in many pots and uh, we, you know, are just doing the things that we love and that we're passionate about and they don't really feel like work because we know that we are in God's will and we're following him. Do you have anything else to say? Uh, the other thing I just wanted to say, I had written out. Oh. <laughs> but I can't do, I couldn't do any of this without you oh, supporting stop. me. Because without your support and you not worrying so much anymore. Yes, I'm a recovering um, That, you know, it makes it possible. And I think that's because the one thing we always agree on is that, like, Karen said before, like, God's the CEO of the company. Mm -hmm. We run everything, any decision that we make um, through him and uh, pray about it. And, you know, it's just how we do things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like I said, without your support and you being behind me. I'm blushing. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's it. That's well, all I want to add team. to that list of right. things. So um, you and your spouse should and need to be on the same page because when you know you're in the trenches and mm -hmm, stuff gets mm -hmm. tough because sometimes it is hard we didn't even really talk about the hard stuff we talked about all the good stuff but i think that's yeah. good i mean that's i mean but that, i mean that's an, an issue right it's, um you know it, things get hard and mm -hmm. you're not on the same page yeah you have to be then you guess what you you're, turn on each other yeah no so, you have to be maybe we'll have to do a whole nother time about hard stuff because this one went long but this was all the good stuff we've learned yeah, sure. So anyway, I'll always have Steve back on as a guest because obviously he's a very prepared guest and he uh, does his homework. So thank you for joining me, Steve. Well, thank you for having me. And um, like I said, you can follow, find him at farmhousestudios.com. It's farm, H-A-U-S, house. And, <laughs> and um, you can also find him on Facebook and on Instagram at Farmhouse Studios and also our ministry for our farm, for, uh, Love's Farm, and of course me at Simply Living For Him. And I look forward to hearing from you guys out there. Come over and visit our Facebook pages, our Instagram, or whatever it is out there in internet land and say hello and let us know what you think. And if you have any input on this topic, you know, comment on the page and we'll continue the conversation over there. So thank you again for joining me and I will see you guys next time. I wish you blessings and joy.